what makes you guys so much better than other title companies? Because we've done a lot of deals like all over the country now. Mm -hmm. And most title companies are pretty hard to work with. Like we figured out that like you guys handle a lot of things like that we never even had to think about. That when once we started doing nationwide stuff, we had to like do a lot of extra stuff. Mm-hmm that title didn't do, but that you guys do. Working with GT and my team, we have the ability to just say, hey, get us the seller's contact information. From We'll take it from there. Mm-hmm. Because you're out finding deals, we want to make it as easy as possible. So you can reach me on an evening to mm-hmm. look up a property really fast or on a weekend just to make sure it's clear before you make that offer. Or, you know, I always say, get it under contract. Then tell me about it because yeah. they're going to get five more calls by the time you get it under contract. So you, you better get of, it under contract. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? What's up, YouTube? What's up, guys? YouTube. It's good to be back. Yeah, Christina, how you doing? Good, great. Now good. that I made it here. Yeah, you traffic. made. It. Yeah, after we got our mics fixed out and fixed up, and you know we're ready to roll. So uh, YouTube. You know, we call it Investor Thrive Nation. Oh. Investor Thrive Nation, uh, What the reason why we brought Christina on is she closes a lot of our deals here in Utah, and she's awesome. So she's we want all of them for the last couple of years. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you have. So we, um, Investor Thrive Nation, You got, a lot of you guys are new, and you don't know what uh, escrow officer is at your title. Mm-hmm. You don't know what that is. A lot of people don't know what title, title, what would you call it, title agency? Title work. Title, title work company. is, title mm-hmm. companies. A lot of you don't know the importance of that. So that's why we brought on an expert because every Wednesday we do um, expert interviews. So you're our expert today. Awesome. Cool, cool. Okay, Corey, you want to kind of let people know uh, what this channel is or what Investor Thrive is? Yeah, so we started it, you know, to help new people learn how to wholesale, learn how to get into real estate, learn how to invest, all that good stuff. So that's why we bring on people to help them learn and help them start their business. Yeah. So thanks again for coming. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us. And I've been here, uh, I've been doing, we've been doing real estate for about four years and I don't even know if I know a lot about title companies. (laughs) You know, I just give you the paperwork and say, hey, let's get it done. Fix it. Do your stuff. And which that's, you know. That's why it's it's important to have a good one because most people don't know. So Mm -hmm. it helps if you have a really good one to. That's right. And and we are live, by the way. Investor Drive Nation on Facebook. So if someone has a question, we'll see it and then we'll answer it, you know, if they have a good question. So, but for now, we're just going to talk and see, uh, you know, we're just going to flow. So first question for people that don't know you, tell us a little bit, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. I born and raised in Utah. Um, so I know the, the industry really well in Utah. I started in real estate when I was 20. I seller financed my first purchase. Really? Yep. I worked for a mortgage company for 15 years. We were the first sub prime lender in Utah, so we were used to 8% and 9% interest rates. Wow. Wow. And then um, I married a contractor, so we opened a construction company, built new homes. Wow. And then divorced and went into title. And, um, The people that own my title company, they're both real estate attorneys. So Mm -hmm. as you know, either they are really hard to work with because they're really picky or you're really happy you work with them because they're Mm -hmm. really picky. Yeah. And our attention to detail is a little bit um, more intense. 
but we also um, are able to get the transactions done faster because we know how to fix the problem. Do they do they see? L- you said there's two attorneys that mm-hmm. own it, right? Do they see like every deal that comes through? Do they have to like work on those or no? Um, if there's a problem, we have full access to them to make sure we're clearing titles, what it's called. So if mm-hmm. there's prior liens. Notices of interest, divorce situation, Liz Pendon being sued, dead people, wow. all kinds of stuff. We fix Solar. all of that. Solar panels, you guys are great with that one. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yep. We'll talk about that later today. Yep. Well, I want to talk about, you said you, you did your first deal when you were 20? Yep. And seller finance? Yes. Did you keep that? Did you move into that? Did you sell I it? I moved into it. Wow. Mm-hmm. I moved into it, held it a year, and then sold it. Yeah. Were, were you trying to get a deal, or did it just come across I was trying you? to get a... No, uh, it was actually a friend um, and his ex-wife wanted to sell it. Mm-hmm. And so I talked her into seller financing it for me with wow. no money wow. down. No money down? No money down. What a great deal. In Orem, Utah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Those are more difficult to find now, yes. I feel like. Yeah. But if you ask, you never know. You always wow. got to ask. Got to ask. That yeah. is awesome. I would like to. I'd, I'm sure you'd gobble up as many of those as you could right now. Oh, yeah. Now. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, no money down. No money There's down. There's no point in not taking it. And their rates are usually around four. Yeah. So, yeah. Dang. Do you still have it? No. Oh, you said you had it for a year. I had it for one year. Do you wish you would have kept it? or? Oh, yeah. Hindsight, of course. Yeah. What yep. you probably but, you know, when you're 20, you have no idea. Yeah. Then. I did. Yeah. Dang. So thanks for giving ev- us a little bit of information on I had a question real quick. intro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What made you choose to go into title after having so much experience in other areas of real estate? Um, more going through divorce, I felt like title was a little bit more stable with um, your your uh, salary. We don't make yeah. a lot in title, so I feel like so you real don't s- make a lot. We in don't title? make as much as realtors or loan officers do, okay. or con- contractors if they're builders mm-hmm. um but like i said it was more, it was a higher salary at the time mm-hmm. with the stress of going through divorce with five kids and dealing with all of that um i called the owners and said hey i'm i'm looking at um changing uh my job and i'm thinking about coming back to you guys uh, are you interested? And they said, well, I'm going to Legoland. Well, I'm going to have a job by the time you get back, so let me know. Wow. And they hired me. So You said to them, I'm going to have a job by the time you get back, yeah. even though you're going to Legoland? Yeah. You want to hire me or not? Yeah. <laughs> and they were That's like, fine. Awesome. Like so it. they sent me an offer. <laughs> while they That's were pretty bad A right there. It's <laughs> yeah. like, hey, you know, if you don't... Well, I, I really I wanted a job. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if you're in Legoland <laughs> yeah. on a roller coaster. I'm like, I'm either going to go do mortgage because I was just doing construction at the time with my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. I'll either go do mortgage again or be in title. So you said you were doing mortgage. Did you know a lot about title? Like, because you were um, doing mortgage for so long? Or did you, you know, have to learn I thought I did. Okay. I knew nothing about title. Just like we all think, oh, yeah, I know what a realtor does. I know nothing. And I, the reason I didn't I didn't want to be a realtor is because they work their butts off nights and weekends. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do that with little kids. And so but I you just, answer my text sometimes after hours. I always hours. answer. I appreciate but that. But I don't That's have to show answer. houses. And I don't deal with a lot of emotion with people buying homes. You know, yeah. they yeah. end up at my table. Unless I call them and tell them there's a lien from their ex. And yeah. then they're mad. So. Oh, man. But, yeah, I just... Um, have you had people cry to you? A lot. A lot of people, people cry. cry. <laughs> but a lot of them are good cries. 
Like okay. their mom passed away and they found a new owner. And, oh, really? and if it's a wholesaler or flipper and they're sitting at the closing table with this seller and they're always so sweet to the sellers. They're like, well, you can come and look at it after it's remodeled mm. and bring your family through. And they so I've that. always had a good um, turnout with that. My The people I work with, I've been lucky. They were pretty nice. I have a question. Have you ever worked with a wholesaler that you feel is unethical or is not like someone you would want to work with again that you just like refuse their business? You don't have to say names, but I'm just curious. Um, Does that happen? No. So I've been really, I've had a really good opportunity to build my business and my team Mm -hmm. and be able to not work with people Mm -hmm. that I feel like might be making decisions that don't go with how we do business at GT. So yes, that's good. That is correct. Wow. Yeah. That's a good feeling to yeah, not, awesome. you know, choose who you want to work with. It I'm is. glad you want to really work nice. with us. I am glad yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. It was a good introduction. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. So, um, <clears throat> what else do we got on here, Corey? I can't read it. So I guess a big question, a lot of wholesale, let's, let's just start by kind of talking about what title is. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And why it's important, and like, because you can sell houses without title, right? Yeah, you can always have someone deed a property to you and record it with a county recorder, no problem. So tell um, us, tell 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 everyone why title is important and what the benefits are. So with title, you get an insurance policy, and you receive one as a buyer from a, for a lender. If you're buying it, the lender benefits from that, but as a buyer, you receive one from the seller. And it's an insurance policy to protect you against any cloud in title. So if I miss something or if there's any clerical errors, and um, most title insurance actually is called upon for clerical errors. Like, Mm. let's say if Joe Blow passed away and they transferred title, and I just had this happen on a property, so two people passed away, they transferred title, but they did it incorrectly. And because it didn't really pass title because it was typed incorrectly, mm. they have to file a claim on their title insurance and be able to get that taken care of. And it's just, it's really, it's really difficult to fix things later once you've already closed. So up front, we search the property and the people's names, bankruptcies, judgments, solar mm-hmm. panels, nice. um, prior owners, death in the family, super fun, probate. We handle all of that. Wow. And then you get that policy of insurance. And then if you do decide to sell it within two years um, and you sell it and you close with us, we also offer a little bit of a, a break on your um, closing so that helps too, but it just makes sure everything's done correctly. There's so many people out there that just want the deal done, mm-hmm. and um, if you're patient, you can get it done correctly. But if you're not, and you want to go to a title company or just do it yourself, I usually get a call f- trying to fix it later. Really? So, wow. So you're saying that clear? There's a lot of clerical issues that oh, yeah. happen, and yep. if you try and do it yourself, you could possibly be buying a house at what? It, like you could have problems with in the future with if you ownership. try to resell it. Mm-hmm. It shows that you don't own the home yet. You probably seen so many horror stories or bad things that have been done. You probably would never advise someone to close without a title company. Yeah, at least call me to give a quick look I, mm-hmm. or pay quick for a search. title policy yeah. for a search. 
Um, if you're if you're buying a property in a trust, people don't know you have to name a trustee. Um, if you buy it in an LLC, you want to put what state that LLC is formed in. So if someone can't form an LLC in Nevada and say they own your home. Wow. Um, there's there's a lot to watch out for. Basically, there's a a wholesaler that called me today and he said we're looking to go under contract but this lady thinks her husband has something on title <laughs> sure mm -hmm. enough he has a list pendant which makes it so she can't do anything on the property really and is that, that like a notice of interest yeah but worse because it's an actual lawsuit that is filed on the property and speaking of notice of interest you're not um there's a there's a um law a certain Utah law, I don't know the number, that mm -hmm. if you file a notice of interest, you have to declare it with the owner, and the owner should really sign that notice of interest when you take your contract to them mm -hmm. to sign. So Can they sign the contract, and that counts? Well, like, if it says, like, in your contract, if you, you declare it, typically, yes. But um, I, I'll, I would ask my attorneys on that. But yeah, we always, we have both of them usually sign. It's probably better to have them sign the notice. But, you know, usually we file but the notice because um, they're, we, they're trying to be yeah. trying back to be out of it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we actually tell them about or that bid one. bid up everybody. Right? Yeah. Oh, the one you got the money on. Yeah. Did you hear about that? You told you me about it. Did I tell you about that? Yesterday. Um, and I maybe think. you saw my post. Did you see the post? Or? Oh, see maybe the video? that's what it was. That was it. It was the video that, that we watched. That was what I watched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so what happened on that one, which we're going to make a YouTube video on it later, is um, the, the, the guy died, right? And her, the lady whose husband died, she said, hey, I'm trying to sell this. I'm trying to get it through probate. And it was a good deal, and she needed some great money. Great deal. It was a great deal. And we needed which it. makes sense because <laughs> she scammed us. So. Yeah. So, yeah, so she said she needed some money, and we, we just dealt with Abra. So we we're just like, you know, mm -hmm. we can... We're, this feel, we're feeling confident we're feeling about confident. giving out money. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> plus, we sent out. it to title, and yeah. we had done everything, and they were like, yeah, it sounds like her husband owns it. So we called her, and before giving her money, we said, let's talk to your attorney to make sure it's going through probate. So she gave us the number of her attorney, mm -hmm. <laughs> some her friend. Mm -hmm. we, we later found so out. she said that what, what got my, like, suspicion raised is it was, like, a criminal defense attorney. And I was like, I doubt they do probate. Which you found out after we sent her the money. Yeah. So anyway, we sent her 2500 bucks, And uh, then we find out, you know, she stopped answering our calls, so we filed a notice of interest. Mm -hmm. And um, we found out that she doesn't have ownership. The house was in a trust, like, that her, when her husband died, he gave it to his, his parents. Mm -hmm. So she didn't really have anything to do with it. So she had been scamming people. Mm -hmm. And because we had filed a notice in, in Vegas, um, when they sold it, they paid us off. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, it's a cloud and title. Yeah. So that's smart. And another lucky. thing on that is um, we can look up probate cases. So you don't even have to speak to the attorney. Really? Yeah. You can see those. In, in other states or just here in Utah? Um, here in Utah, Utah for us. But your title company there would have been able to look that up. Yeah, I yeah, think so what happened is she didn't start probate until after. And that's, yeah. Oh. She I don't think she, she started probate to this day. Of but course, the parents she probably did it if they uh, left. Apparently, her like the her, house. I think the husband that died left the house to his siblings, mm -hmm. and so they were they were the ones in charge. Of I don't it. even think it had to go trust. through probate, right? Because it was it's in a trust. trust. If it's in a trust, you don't typically have to do probate unless the trust. Right, I think that's what happened. Trustee, right? There's uh, beneficiaries of the trust. Yeah, we're all new. You know, this is all. News. Yeah. So we, we learned like, a lot, though. And luckily, trust. we got our money back. Yeah. 
We made two thousand dollars. To be honest, <laughs> which on that deal, if we would have had it, we probably would have made like one hundred and fifty thousand oh, dollars. Is a really shoot. good deal, but whatever, yeah. it happens. That's crazy. So, so for new people, they mm-hmm. should close at a title company just to basically cover their backs, right? To make sure they're oh. they're not either buying a house that's going to have issues in the in in the future or um, and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. I got a question for you. So. What makes you guys so much better than other title companies? Because we've done a lot of deals like all over the country now, mm-hmm. and most title companies are pretty hard to work with. Like uh, we figured out that like you guys handle a lot of things like that we never even had to think about. That when once we started doing nationwide stuff, we had to like do a lot of extra stuff mm-hmm. that title didn't do, but that you guys do do. So what makes you guys like better than well I feel like the average title company um working with GT and my team we have the ability to just say hey get us the seller's contact information from we'll take it from there Mm -hmm. because you're out finding deals we want to make it as easy as possible so you can reach me on an evening to Mm -hmm. look up a property really fast or on a weekend um just to make sure it's clear before you make that offer or you know I always say get it under contract then send, then tell me about it because yeah. you're gonna they're going to get five more calls by the time you get it under contract. So you, you better get it under contract. Yeah. That's what I'm like, even I've, if you're I've unsure, get it under contract. Because I'm like, I'm unsure if it's even worth messing with this person, right? Like yep, they're, they're, that too. So. so they might have bankruptcies and state tax liens or IRS or something. But um, we're able to, my bosses, the owners, mm-hmm. ha- were able to create a lot of forms the auto-populate that allow us to remove things a lot faster or get the payoffs we need. Or we've done so many, we know what to ask for or how to ask for it. You asked about the solar lien. Well, we approached it in a way that I felt like it was done, and so you just let people know it's done. We were told the other day on one of another flipper and wholesaler, he does both, um, that the reinstatement couldn't be done. So he was going to do seller financing, and their, the loan would stay in place, and he would catch up on their payments for him. And it was a $62,000 catch-up. Well, the attorney, who's foreclosing Friday, said last week, no. Mm-hmm. It's past the reinstatement period. So I asked my boss, what does that mean? And he said, well, you have so many days, 90 days, whatever, to reinstate it. And they've gone past that. And so my question is, well... Sure, okay, the attorney wants to foreclose, but what about the mortgage company? And it was Carrington Mortgage, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, well, yeah, if they'll give you a reinstatement amount, do it. Yeah. And they did. And, you, he and got we recorded an hour ago and wow. wired out and saved this transaction. That's amazing. And so it's just the ability to, cr- to think creatively. When I was doing mortgages as a subprime lender, there was so much creativity when we're getting people loans. Mm-hmm. And so if you plan on holding it long term, I have the ability to talk to your mortgage loan officer who's going to do it, do the long term financing and know how to structure it before you close. There's just so many variables. I can't teach wow. all of that. So it sounds like the answer from what I just heard is you know how to be creative. And maybe yeah. these other title companies see it just one way, a you know? Pain, yeah, like it's too hard or it can't be done. But I don't think anything can't be done. So knowledge There's and always a way. 
Yeah, and there's always a way. Upper hand. Mm-hmm. How much have you seen wholesalers like us or people as they've gone, gained more experience? Is there like a direct correlation you've seen to people doing more deals as they get more knowledge and they just get mm-hmm. like, I guess, like you said, more creative? Like, yeah, they so um, there's always ways to work with a seller. You can either buy it, you can wholesale it, or you can list their house for them. Mm-hmm. So if you have the opportunity to think like that and really look at the seller as someone you want to help instead of how am I going to make money, mm-hmm. I think the wholesalers I deal with have a better turnout on how many properties they have than most of the people out there. Yeah, because I think of when me and him first started, it was like blinders on. We were just like wholesaling. But now we mm-hmm. have more knowledge, and I think we can we can be more creative, right? We can do more deals. Yep. And I'm assuming you see a lot of deals coming your way, so there's probably a lot of creative things happening. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. what you just said with this one guy, um, that kind of went a little over my head. You know, that uh, you said that the attorney wanted to foreclose on it this yep. Friday. Yep. You were able to save it by reaching out to the mortgage company, right? Yeah. Um, so we went past their attorney and got a reinstatement amount. Instead of having to pay it off, we just reinstated the mortgage, and then they could do seller financing. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. So when one person says no, there's there might be someone that says yes. And the mortgage company could have said no, deal with our attorneys, but they didn't. They hmm. just want their sixty two thousand dollars. No? Yeah, for sure. And it helps the seller's credit. Yeah, so. yeah. They 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 got saved on that one. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're so happy. Yeah. Wow. They're yeah, the crying. guy's really happy. Yeah. All and he gets to live there. Yeah, and then you said a, a wholesaler flipper got that deal, right? Yep. So he's going to get it. He's happy. Yep. Right? Yeah, his team's happy. That's awesome. Yeah, we Sweet deal. Yeah. That is a good deal. So do you want to talk? Uh, I don't know what's on there, but do you want to talk about maybe the craziest uh, experiences you had? Yeah, we'll talk. Oh, yeah. So many. What's, uh, what's one that, or maybe one or two that stick out to you that's like maybe that makes it crazy for you maybe like that we wouldn't understand like maybe the timeline or the situation like wh- what are like maybe one or two of the craziest situations well you've timeline had? i did i had an order yesterday morning and closed it yesterday afternoon so we're uh, one of the few title companies that have searchers in my office i can walk down the hall and say please please get me this search done wow and they get it to me so someone brought you some and they mm-hmm. closed the same day yeah how was that done? Was that done with hard money or cash? Yes, hard, hard money. money? Hard money. Matt Second position. It? it wasn't Matt, but Matt would do same day too. Wow. For the yeah. right deal, right? If you have everything to him What in kind one of situation day. would require a same day close? What was um, that? He just needed to pay his subs. That's what this one was. So like subcontractors? Yeah. So he needed to so sell. So it was his pro- second mortgage. So he had a first mortgage with another hard money lender, and then he did a second mortgage with an, this one, and... Closed it and funded it. So it was like a refinance. Gave them their money. It was. Okay, mm-hmm. got it, got yeah. it. I thought he had sold, like he had purchased someone else's home. No. Nope. And it was a day. Because that no, might take No, but we a can w- do that too. Really? If title's clear. <laughs> so if title's not clear, then I call you and say, okay, so we can close. But title all clear, of these things no are mortgage, unclear. Yeah. No mortgage. Well, or a mortgage, stuff. we can get a, we can have the seller hurry and get a payoff. Sometimes sellers get payoffs faster than us. Yeah. Yeah. But no liens or judgments. No bankruptcy. Corey, we should start pitching that. I can close today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you see can. how that how that as that long works. as title's clear, you don't have any liens, judgments, bankruptcies. <laughs> yeah, you got to throw that in there, yeah. right? As long as title's <laughs> clear. 
That's but awesome. you guys will give him five grand today. Yeah. <laughs> so well, sign the notice we, of interest. We're trying good. to cut back on that. Yeah, we're, trying to, <laughs> we're trying to cut back on giving people money yeah. um, before the close of the sale because it's always like a, a toss up. You yeah, feel like, even though it's worked out, know. it's worked out when we've done it. Yeah. Um, I have some another? people. I've. Uh, I don't know if you know Trevor. He. Um, he has purchased people's belongings like he bought a motorcycle or he bought a guy's truck he has bought all kinds of things to help him out you know to get him out of the house and get the house sold he becomes our wow. best friend that's i think that's pretty yeah, cool that is pretty cool we uh we haven't bought in people's stuff we've sold their stuff yeah have you seen that no yeah so we in the south jordan house that we did oh yeah right by she, my house yeah, yeah she left a bunch of stuff oh. there so we sold it. We made like $3,000 off of the stuff that she left. That Can you imagine that? Awesome. She had like three sheds we sold for like 1000 uh, bucks, like a freezer, a Wash vacuum, a blender. I, settled, I sold a blender for $10 Holy on Facebook. Crap. I was just putting stuff on <laughs> Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> yeah. So I just threw it all up there, made three grand. Give it a value. They'll buy she, it. She could have sold that it, but she awesome. just didn't want to. Speaking of that, yeah. she probably was one of my craziest people oh, closing. Gosh. I thought she was like when she came in and signed oh, yeah. the first time, she was just fine. Everything was fine. But I feel like a lack of understanding on her part when we tried to explain it, mm -hmm. what was going on with her solar panels <laughs> and her bank mom's, her deceased mother's bankruptcy. Yeah. Um, I, she didn't want to listen anymore, and she really wanted the money. So yeah. Yeah, she was so, so yeah. desperate for money. Yeah. So the negative text messages late at night, and the emails, and the demands, and the threats, <laughs> and the ha ha! I came to Salt Lake, but not to see you, to we see have, another we have title some company. Crazy like, recorded okay. calls. <laughs> you send you. You're yeah, like, you'll you're have like, to. Thank you for not seeing me. Yeah, this I'm is like, a good thing. I just didn't respond. It's okay. My team was like, this is interesting. The interesting <laughs> thing is them texting you late at night, like you. Can't Give me my five thousand yeah. dollars. I said, uh, "You what? <laughs> <laughs> call Corey, <Yeah. laughs> please. Please call Corey. I, uh, I'm busy. Don't call me either. <laughs> call Sean. You, oh, Sean. I want to meet Sean. Sean's great. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Yeah, um, that was crazy. So I guess it just depends on the crazy. We have to make sure that they're sober sometimes when they come in. Um, I don't want you got a, you got a breathalyzer or what? No, you can tell <laughs> if they're understanding what you're talking Who about. Who was worse, Abra or Robert? A Abra was hard. Robert was pretty bad though. Robert, Robert was scary. Robert I was like, was demanding, but um, when I put my foot down, He's, he was very respectful of that. Remember, I told yeah. you, I said, yep. if you continue to call like this. That was awesome. <laughs> I you, can't take your like call anymore. Sounds like you've had to do a lot I of that. I have children. <laughs> yeah. But real. no, it's setting I boundaries. Do you do set boundaries a lot yeah, with some others? Yeah, I do. Because you're like, hey, look. Yeah, I'm, I'm here to help you. You can't talk to I'll me like that. I'll give you the that. money. But yeah, Robert. Yeah. Threatened to kill us. The day he moved oh. out. The, yeah, the day he moved out, uh, because we let him do a post-possession, the day he moved out, I went there to change the locks, and I had uh, Tyler with me, one of our employees at the time, mm -hmm. and I was like, dude, watch my back. And because I, I was afraid that I was going to get shot or something, because he had a gun inside the house. He told us about cameras. his guns, cameras. Wow. Yeah. Tyler was like, it was like one of his first like, days. What am I going like, to do? We Why am I working with he's you? He's like, I'm staying in the car. We later found out, I think the house, we didn't know, but yeah. at the time, but it was like had meth, obviously. Oh. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I think it, like, there's a scale, like, one, below one on the mm -hmm. reader is like, 
okay, it was in the house. Below, above one is like a three is like bad. His might have been like a 15 or something crazy. Like he was like so making it to. and soaking the walls with whatever he was. Anyway, so crazy. Meth mob. Yeah. <laughs> crazy That's stuff. Crazy. So, so you do have sellers that reach out to you and are like demand the money. Like it's almost like mm-hmm. your fault. Like, yeah. You're oh, holding yeah. my money. It's like, look, this has nothing to do with then me. I have I'm to just read the contract again. And yeah. Yeah, we we try and make sure they understand it. You ever get nervous though? Like, hey, this person might you know show up to the office and start getting crazy, or no? Anne's awesome. She'll kill him. Our front desk lady. Really? Yes, she'll get him. She's (laughs) good. She's good at blocking. No, I don't know. She's pretty mean though. She. She's got one of those. She's really nice now, but she can be mean. She's got one of those buttons at the bank. Yeah, the emergency lock button. All the gates go up, so they can't get to me. No. No, um, I just don't go to their houses for closings, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll send a notary or something. We had a guy that went and our Lehigh office, because mm-hmm. we have a lot of offices now, one in every county. Wow. Pretty much. But our Lehigh office did a closing for me, and the, and the gentleman seller was mad at the real estate agent and told her, don't come. I don't want you there. You're uninvited. Plus a bunch uh, of other really bad things. Uninvited. Mm. Yeah. And then... Um, he did. They did the closing, and he stood up at the end when he found out he was finished, and he said, I hope you all get what's coming to you. You screwed me over, and he asked me to reduce my fees, and my closing fee was low, and we gave him a reissue rate on, mm-hmm. you know, and I said, I'm, I can't. I don't have any junk fees. I don't have doc prep or anything. And he's so, like, okay, and then he gets to closing and through that fit with another escrow officer and left his wife at the table. Oh and gosh. so the escrow officer was like, well, do you want me to walk you out? And they both kind of laughed and yeah. <laughs> walked out together. You, you know what's interesting about sellers like that? I We haven't had a lot of situations like this, but we had one closing where the seller was upset. She was like, I shouldn't have sold it to you mm-hmm. at that low of a price because they, they perceived the value to be more at the end. And now, like, that house is being very, is like, not the flipper that flipped it is having a hard time selling it. So, which sucks. Like I feel terrible, but the, the seller is like, Oh, I got taken advantage of. It's like, not really. You got a great deal Not for the work coming into it. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's all, um, perspective, right? You got very lucky. And it's, it's kind of sad that a lot of people, you know, they think their, their homes are worth more and they feel like taking advantage of when in all reality, like sometimes they're getting great deals. Sometimes obviously they, they know, and we disclose to people like, Hey, you could probably get a way better deal if you go on MLS with this mm-hmm. and we can list it with you. But half the time, like I want the convenience and the speed. That's what we're be done. Yeah. We want to be done. So that's what we serve. Mm-hmm. Just, just like Abra's situation. She could have put that on the MLS, oh, but yeah. she wanted the money now. Right. So yep. she did get lucky though, that we bought it thinking we had to pay off a lien. Oh yeah. Like, most and if she would have waited, she would have realized that, like, you guys were willing to wait even. Oh, yeah. And she, it would have made her more money, but she said no. Just we were willing to it. wait. And you then she was like, to wait. and then after we paid her, I think I talked to her once because I was asking for some more information. She's mm-hmm. like, you made me sign. I'm like, no, we didn't. You wanted to sign. So how it, would we make her sign? We never even met her in person. Yeah. She actually demanded to sign when she was in town before we were even ready to close. I know. It's amazing. Because then she had to sign again, right? Yeah, just the settlement statement. It's great with working with sellers because we have recordings, right? We we record most of our conversations. So when they make accusations like that, it's like, what are are you talking about? This is definitely not how this conversation went. So it's I'm I'm sure you see that all the time. Yeah, Yeah. you probably see people. Perception is the worst. Oh man. 
Yeah. Good times. So I got a question. Yeah. So you do, your especially like your whole office does lots of deals with investors and wholesalers. Mm-hmm. What are, what do like the best wholesalers do from like your perspective that maybe other wholesalers don't do? The ones who do the most deals. Um, they send an email just saying, hey, how does this look? As they're sitting there with their client or ahead of making the offer. Okay, email so to you? Verify. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, just to check who's on title and who can sign the purchase contract. I like that. That mm-hmm. I, It makes their life easier, too. And then when they do send the order over, they send contact information for everyone. And then I can just get going and start calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so like nice. Before, so before they go to the appointment, they check, like, hey, who's on title? Mm-hmm. Can this person even sign? Yeah. Can they not find that out by just looking on, like, PropStream? Well, or? tax records aren't always correct, and they may be deceased, and there might be things, affidavits or something, that didn't record correctly. <laughs> so I can look at all of that. I can look at all the stuff that didn't record correctly even. So, yeah. So uh, to add on to that question that Corey asked, what traits do you see in wholesalers or flippers that you're like, oh, this is something I see like over and over again in successful real estate investors? Like, is it that they're outgoing, that they're hard work? Like, what is, I'm just curious, what do you see, if anything? Um, I think that they're outgoing and they, they're genuine. They're not just trying to get the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, they, it's almost like they, they care. They genuinely care. It is a business to them, absolutely, and they're very clear about that. And when they go over their contracts, they have them initial all the little pages that say you can sell it on your own, you can, you know, do all that. But I just feel like they take the time to spend with the people. It's mm-hmm. not just get in, get the signature, get out, and never talk to them again. It's constant communication. Hey, do you need boxes? Do you want us to put a dumpster in your driveway? Mm-hmm. Which is good for you guys because they're throwing stuff out. Um, not if at, I'm trying to sell it, though. Yeah. At the closing table, they'll I'll make sure they know that when they move out, they call me and the wholesaler, and then we both confer and make sure they get their money. Hmm. Just communication. I think that's the biggest thing. So and they are outgoing. So we Okay, so the list is that you've seen through your experience. How long have you been doing title again? Uh, 12 years. So 12 years you've seen the most successful real estate investors, whether it's flippers, wholesalers, communication, mm-hmm. outgoing, and uh, they care. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, I would say. Interesting. Interesting. We, I say, I th- I'd say we have those. Yeah. 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 You haven't had any sellers mad, just Mavra. No, and, and I think she would have been... She upset been with anyone. Fine, if we would have just well, I think anyone would give her money. Yeah, yeah, I think anyone would have. She would have found blame. I, I think there's victims in society, right? And she, I think she's just a victim. Um, and we helped her out of time. We gave her money up front every week. You gave most her money. people wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, that was a big guys, risk. Yeah, some some people just always want someone to blame, right? Yeah, like hey, this is that happens. Yeah, so. Unfortunately, I think that was the situation. What else? Uh, I was going to ask you, so those are the traits that you see in wholesalers. Um, How much longer do you think you'll be doing? Uh, Do you think you want to do title work forever? Yeah. Do you see like an end in mind? Well, I'll retire from title at some point probably, Mm -hmm. but my team, I think, will be able to take over and handle a lot of it. Um, without me even there, but I still see everything that comes in and everything that goes across, and I still jump in and and talk to people about options and what's going on, and I see every title report and sign off, and so 
Yeah, I'll retire at some point. I'm not going to. But you love be, it, it seems like. I do. I just love teaching everybody all of this stuff. That's awesome. And hmm. having people come in and looking at it. I, did, I closed a transaction yesterday of a guy who's buying a builder house and he can't sell it for one year because there's a builder here that doesn't allow that. And there's just ways to structure it that you put it in a trust when you purchase it right off the bat. And we have people that we work with that will set up your trust for you and and hold things long-term or set up an LLC or explain how you don't lose your pants if you have renters. I just like all of that knowledge and information. I like to network and make it available for everyone. I wonder how much more, how many more deals we would do if we knew all that stuff. I'm sure it helps a ton. I don't know. I think it would help, but it might also just weigh you down because if you're really just focusing on helping the people out and getting them to a new place. Didn't you find someone an apartment once or something? So one of my wholesalers found someone somewhere to live. It was a house. Barbara. Yeah. It was a lady. Yeah, it was Barbara. The Price, Utah. Yes. Hope she's doing it good was her. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we found her a new so place. So just that stuff. I, that I was not like going to happen without getting her a place. Yeah, that was, if you have to do all of my stuff on top of that, I don't know if that would be as as effective. I so, do have a wholesaler, though, that he has a team that is putting together the paperwork that I really appreciate um, the help with, but um, but I still have to double-check it yeah. <laughs> and make sure it so works. So you, you can help people set up an LLC to purchase? I have someone that can help them. I don't do it for them, okay. but it's a way, yeah, it's definitely a way to do it. Because then, if you want to hold one of the strategies time. like we've heard about is like buying a property, well, signing a contract in the LLC, mm-hmm. and then instead of assigning the contract, you sell the LLC mm-hmm. to the buyer. Right. So if it's a single member LLC um, and you're <coughs> assigning the contract, the hard part about that is you're the one signing the contract not the end buyer who's ending up buying your LLC. So you still have to close on it. Otherwise, you have to disclose to the seller that there is a new member of your LLC and they have to sign the contract also. Like, there's just, there's so many things about that. I would have to sit down and really dig into that. I'm not an attorney. Yeah, I think the reason why Corey brought that up is uh, the assignment is under attack in Mm -hmm. some states. So there's, people are trying to figure out different ways. Well, in Utah it is. Yeah, and you well, talk. You can't assign the state rep C without the seller signing it, right? No, that's not true. You can assign it because it's just a contractor assigning, not the home. Um, the Department of Real Estate, they've been fighting and, and uh, going against realtors and finding them and things for certain things for that reason. Um, but that's an entirely different conversation. People like Matt Atkinson and Jeff Braleo have been you know, fighting against that, trying to make it so that everything is up to par and helping them realize that assigning a contract isn't taking advantage of a seller. Mm. Interesting. There's a bunch of So you can assign the state rep C. Because I thought there was a specific paragraph in the state rep C that says no assignment. Well, it says um, you can put in an addendum that you're going to find. You may find an end buyer or you may find or you may assign the contract to someone else. There's all kinds of addendums out there that people have written with attorney's help that allows you to assign the contract. That allows you to sign, assign it without the seller signing off mm-hmm. on it. Because you put it in the contract. But the minute you assign that contract, that new person has to 
sign the contracts from there on out. So to get a lower yeah, like sign price closing docs. and all the closing docs, yeah. Do they see, does the seller see the? Wholesale amount? Yeah. Utah's a privacy state. You only see your own. Yeah, that's sweet. I have a question Realtors for you. Realtors see both sides. Utah's a non-disclosure state. Would you th- ever see it changing? Like it being? No. No? I don't see anything in the works that would say that, that it, it will be changing anytime soon. That's why Zillow doesn't work here. Yeah. It doesn't, and yeah. it's hard to, and others, others, I think there's eight non-disclosure states, so when we get deals there, it's hard to use, like, comp properties, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I was just wondering. I don't, <coughs> any reason why they're non-disclosure versus the, there's eight of states, so why are, why are the rest non, not non-disclosure? Do um, know? I don't know the reason. I haven't okay. researched that, but if you have your real estate license, you can see all of the sales oh, yeah. and concessions and mm-hmm. everything, so you are able to um, dig into that, and we I'll introduce you to some agents tonight at... Slurria. Slurria. Do you put that on, by the way? Or? I'm on the board. Um, Dakota Worrell is the outgoing president, and I think Matt Strong is running for president. Mm. And then, so um, wh- wh- why are you a part of that? Do you because you like education, or that's what's, what what's started all of this is connecting with everybody um, at Slurria has built my business 100. percent Wow. Um, mm. Some of the top flippers and wholesalers that I deal with have grown from that meeting really <clears throat> yeah so i really feel like it is a, a huge benefit from what even you guys offer too to yeah. meet your clients and your students and interesting teach them and put them in contact with you know contractors and all the hard money people that come there um Slurry. title me is that is slurria the same thing that they do at club 90 no what What's is that Club 90 that's, I don't know. That's, uh, that's like Jeff Brick. That's a wholesale meetup. Yeah. But oh, that's a wholesale meetup. That's it's not different. So Salt Lake Real Estate Investors Association is what Surya is. It's been going on, I believe, the that's longest. That's why I didn't like go, because I used to go to the Club 90 ones. Yeah. And it was like, kind of smelled like cigarette smoke, and it was kind of weird. And I'm like, <laughs> this is kind of weird. Um, yeah, there's yeah. there's right a couple. The, there's like the Utah Ria, UV Ria. Um, there's one up north that I'll be going to now, uh, first Tuesday of every month. In Ogden. Hmm. Um, so it's a great networking tool for is, your business. Yeah, f- to learn. Yeah, for your business to learn to meet other people. I mean, what if you found a deal and you didn't know what to do with it? Well, there's people there that can tell you what to I'll do. I'll gobble that thing up Yeah, you know what to do with it. Or just, it, you know, I'll be partner with you. Or I'll do the hard money loan. Or here are the contractors you need. There's just so many different things. And... Hmm. They, there's people there that bring transactions. Um, I kind of get sell. intimidated, to be honest, when I go to you those because I'm like, I, I don't, I might not be a big shot. You don't. I'm not a big shot. <laughs> You're not supposed to be a big shot. I want to be a big the shot. The purpose is to bring in all these new people too, and just you know, rub shoulders with them and get to know them and talk to them. And not like you and Matt on the board. I'm not (laughs) You're on the board. I know. (laughs) There's a lot of people on the board. What do you got to do to be on the board? Volunteer. (laughs) You can be on the board. I could be on the board? No way. Absolutely. We need board people. They would let me on the board? We need board people. Get on the board. We have two lunches a month. And we How do you get on the board? People. You gotta, you gotta just tell us you want to be on the board, and then it. we can I talk you about it at the meeting and bring you in. What do you, uh, do, what do, you do once you're on the board? What your job title is? So what jobs are <clears> there? there's some. I'd be, I'd be the refreshment like guy. Sponsor. You can do the food. <laughs> I'm sure Manny board. would like that. He brings all the food right now for the meeting. The board refreshment guy. Yeah. 
there there's IT. You can be the IT guy. Your guy could do it even. Um, there's sponsorship. You can help with that. Wow. There's continuing education. I could really crush it on the board there's, doing something. I think you could. Yeah. You could help with sign-in. Amber does sign-in. You I can help with sign-in. Be the guy with the, pay, the pad? Yeah, there's two computers you can oh, yeah. sign up new people I'll you be, can call them after i would sign them up them and i'd packet. put them also into my own like little net my own crm yeah so I that's could, fine oh <laughs> uh, i'm sure you even get the mm-hmm. role right you, yep yeah Core, so why haven't we been going to these slurias more often you. so worth it so I don't know. and there's three for investor drive four. nation tuning mm-hmm. in and anyone on here live um, go to the RIA meetings where, where, wherever you're at. It sounds like great networking events. Yeah. And don't be intimidated. I've been at this for like four years. And I'm like, I don't know, man. They might think I'm not that, you know, that big of a How sh- many people usually shot. go? About 80. That's a lot. Wow. That's wow. a yeah. lot. That is a lot. About 80 people. 60 to 80 is what the average has been lately. And it's and just it's right here. A, it's probably a broad range of Miller building experience. It is. And you said it's there's food brand tonight? New. There's food what tonight. We got? What do we got Costa over there? Costa Vida, I think. I'm pretty Made sure. Either. It's Costa Vida. I told my wife. I, I told her, hey, come on. And she's not sure. But uh, yeah. now with Costa Vida, you know. She'll be She'll probably just want me to bring her a plate. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> so there's no to Got to get there early if you want dinner. Because we only I'll buy be for 60 to 80. And if it's really? gone, it's gone. <laughs> I'm intrigued by being on this board. You should be on the board. That would be fun. You should get on the board. Because... Uh, you know, I'm growing this network, mm-hmm. right? And also, we wholesale, we fix and flip nationwide. I think I can provide value somehow. Yeah, we'd love that. All right, cool. cool. That would be fun. Yeah, so guys, s- go to RIA meetings. I-, I have not been going to those. So. Yeah, makes besides, a big difference. Besides RIA meetings, is there any parting advice for wholesalers and investors that you have? Um, just give me a call. I mean, I'll take. We can put your contact info here on the YouTube channel if that's okay with you. Yeah, I'll give you time to just sit down and learn start to finish or answer any questions, what you're scared about, put you in the right direction with people. She's been. Call me. Christina has been very, very helpful to us over the last three years of our wholesaling journey. So you've helped set the tone. She will help and she will respond to if you text her or call her. Even if they're out of state, can they hit you up? Yeah, they can call. I mean, I could probably put them in contact with different underwriters and You ready their to get state, flooded by the four people that are on here? <laughs> I, know, I don't right. know you're ready for that. I know. I'll take it. Those four people might turn into amazing clients. You hey, never know. Now it's two. I think that two of them got shy. They got bored. <laughs> now <laughs> you're going to say their name, and then they logged they off. They got shy. They're it. like... They'll see it on YouTube. Yeah. More people will see it. I have, like, one last question. I can't remember what it is. It's, it's about wholesaling and... Um, oh, no, this is it. You've been in real estate since you're 20. Mm-hmm. Um, have you, how many, if you don't mind us asking, how many properties do you have? Like, have you been trying to like accumulate properties as you've gone or, or has that not been a big? Uh... Well, when I was in construction, mm-hmm. um, we had a bunch and then divorce and, and stuff kicked in. So right now I have two properties, one of them including the one I live in. Mm-hmm. And then I'm building some Airbnb properties in hurricane right now with my ex-husband that's awesome yeah i yeah. trust him to build just can't be married to him wow so, so that'll sure be he's big a good builder. yeah and then um i've got one more property that i'm making into a rental 
Wow. Because the reason I ask you that is as we do these interviews with experts, I feel like as people are in the real estate industry, they just Mm -hmm. happen to get properties, right? That's true. I also don't want to compete with you. So I'm not going to go out and try and do my own flip or try and wholesale a deal or... Mm -hmm. Stick you know, to your niche. Yeah. I just, well, and and give or gain. You know, if I give to you, I'm going to gain just as much as me giving. So I really believe re-abort. in that. Yeah. I that's why it. I'm on the re board. I like it. You're giving back. Yep. And as you give back, you get. Wow. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Well, um, do you have anything else you want to say before we shut no, this down? No, just Christina? thank you. This yeah. was thank great. Thank you for coming. It's not so scary. It. It's not scary because uh, <laughs> I think we're easy to talk to. Yeah, you have good questions too. We're, yeah, I think we're easy to talk to, you know? Yeah. So, all right. Well, hey, Investor Tribe Nation, if you've tuned in the whole time, if you're live here, we got two people. Okay, two. I called them Thanks out. Thanks for hanging one. out. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, and, um, one. Nope. one. Yeah, one. one. I, they always, they always leave when I uh, shout them out. They get a little nervous. But um, no, it was a good time. Investor Thrive, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we had an expert on the channel. Uh, We're going to leave her, um, I guess, her contact info in the description so you can reach out to her. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yep. See you guys. See you.